All right, guys. So it's been a while since I've recorded a podcast, obviously. Um, but there's been a lot going on. Um, I've just been pretty busy, you could say. Um, so this first one, I'm just going to be trying to tell um, the story of like kind of like kind of what's been going on, sort of sum it up. There's like a a lot that's been like kind of going into like what's been going on, but this is just going to be probably the story of like like the few days that like um really led to like the essentially the situation I got myself in. So and I guess first of all, so I've been trying to like in the past I would try to like plan out these podcasts and like almost like write down or like plan what I was going to say beforehand. I don't think I'm going to really do that anymore. I'm going to kind of just like talk and see what happens. So that's that's my plan. Um so we're we're one taking this like uh like little TJ. Um and I've been trying to get some uh someone to come on and like talk to me about this, but it's just it just hasn't really worked out. Um it's hard to get like help out in these streets so I'm just gonna you know sit down here and spit for a bit and see what I say (laughs) but so essentially recently I guess to start off I was recently diagnosed like bipolar and I had a manic episode and to get things going like doing research on it's a weird um little thing because so when I was like kind of depressed, I say kind of depressed because like, I mean, I was depressed and like when the mania hit, I realized how like, I guess depressed I was because that's what the, that's the thing about like a manic episode. You don't know you're manic and especially for the first time, but it's a lot like a lot of the other shit I dealt with, like anxiety or like body dysmorphia, for example, like kind of once you're aware that what's going on like you know that you're not necessarily the thing you see in the mirror whether it be like you think you're too skinny or too fat and like when you're anxious you're just kind of aware that you're anxious and then it's not like as bad and that's the same thing with like mania like I'm not I don't think I'm I'm not manic anymore by any means I would say like I don't have nearly the energy I had or I I can't like stay up all day and like feel fine um things like that but Um, it's just, yeah, a lot of it's just being aware and like, I wouldn't say like, I thought my depression was kind of like chemical. Like a lot of people, you know, they're sort of always depressed, but in hindsight, I really think it was just stemming from other shit that was going on in my life with like, I don't know, just like addictions to like, you know, food, fitness, like an eating disorder was like a big part of it. Um, just being like obsessive about like certain things um like not going out and like seeing friends um like loneliness things like that so like and then I changed a lot of that like started probably like November is when it really started to change like slow and steady um so it was to me it was like I guess it wasn't really chemical I guess I was just like living wrong so Um, and then I fixed a lot of these issues. I obviously started to feel a lot better. And then, uh, like I had like some ideas for like some businesses I wanted to start, things like that. There's still good ideas. I still have like all the shit I want to do. I mean, the main, one of the main ones is 
first of all, a book that's going to go way more in depth, kind of explaining like everything that's going on from like my backstory all the way to like when like the depression kind of started and then going through like that whole, uh, that whole sequence of like kind of like explaining a backstory of my life and then more in depth details on like what happened. So if you follow me on social media, which if you're hearing this, you probably do. I don't know how many people are going to listen to this. Um, I'm not even sure if I'm going to like share this like on my Instagram at all. I may just upload it to the podcast and just see like what happens. But yeah, so essentially I'm going to go way more in depth with like a book, whether it's an ebook or maybe I actually want to get it published, um, something like that. I think it'll be very interesting because before I felt like I've always kind of wanted to write a book, um, mainly about like fitness stuff. Like, I don't know, starting off in the gym, like the, the main principles, like nutrition, you know, training, uh, just a bunch of basic stuff, sort of um, trying to help people, maybe sell it for a cheap price. Uh, but now I think this will be way more interesting because I'm still going to cover like it's still going to be a lot of like advice and like how to avoid certain mistakes that I've made and like going over what I've learned over the past few years. But it's also going to be attached with like a like a very interesting story, <laughs> essentially. So I think that would be a lot more entertaining. Um, and one of the things that like I was saying like a lot of wild shit um, and I have like a bunch of screenshots on my phone of like stories I posted that I was like screenshotting and stuff like that. So I may include those in the book. It depends how much I really want to share because a lot of that stuff does make me kind of cringe now in hindsight. Like a lot of it was said while I was like kind of mildly intoxicated. So um, that's kind of like part of the reason why I just like wasn't giving like a shit. Like I already wasn't giving a shit in general kind of, but that kind of amplified it. And then also when you're like sleep deprived, like I wasn't sleeping at all, like maybe like two to four hours a night for like, like maybe like the four to five days, like leading up to like when the, like the mania really hit. Um, so like when you're sleep deprived, it's almost like you're like intoxicated. It's like, like I felt like I was like hallucinating <laughs> at certain points. So, I mean, obviously you're not really in the right like headspace. So a lot of the stuff like attributed to it. Um, but essentially, yeah, it started like early November and it just led, like, I just cha changed a lot of shit about my life. Like I thought like before I like wouldn't allow myself to like drink and go out cause I was really focused on like fitness and like trying to stay dedicated, um, to that and not like just being totally focused and zoned in. But a lot of this stuff now I'm realizing, I feel like I could live like the healthiest life ever, but if it's in isolation and like, I'm not really having fun in like my spare time or I'm not really doing anything else with my life, then it's like almost more negative for your life than positive. Even if you were eating like hundred percent healthy, like optimizing your workouts, optimizing everything, like still, like, I feel like you would get less out of like your life and be more overall, like less healthy than if you like had a balanced life where you were like enjoying it, had friends, things like that. Um, so that's like one major thing I changed. I just started going out more and like the paradigm shattering thing for that is like, I've always, like I used to be super restricted with like drinking and stuff. So it was like, I don't know, maybe like five to 10 times a year, like 2017, I barely even like drank. I don't think like, um, and then same 2018, maybe like, I don't know, five to 10 times. Like 
I wasn't going out weekly like whatsoever. And then like when I did go out, like my mindset going into it was like, all right, whatever. Like I'm going to have fun, but like I'm wasting tomorrow. I'm not going to get anything done, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm going to be hungover. It's going to be a wasted day. But I was wasting a bunch of time in general. Like I couldn't really get anything done. And that kind of leads, that has to do with like the depression, things like that. Um, but then I just like started, like I changed my mindset around it. And one of the, you know, one of the reasons, like I started like, I don't even branch on that, but just we'll go to the mindset sort of thing. So like before it would be like, I'm going to be hungover, blah, 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 do that thing. But I just started going out, but being more like responsible about it, like pacing myself. Like I, I think I was hungover. Like I've been drinking since like, like a lot more than I'm used to since like November to like essentially now. And like, I don't, I was hungover like one, one time <laughs> because I've learned to like drink responsibly as before. It was like a, I'm going to drink, so I'm going to drink. Like, I'm going to, you know, drink a lot. I'm going to feel it. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but now I realize I don't have to do that. I can, like, have fun. I can, you know, go to sleep, get a decent night's rest, even though I wasn't before when I was, like, going crazy. But um, I can do that st stuff and still be productive in the gym. And, like, my training has, like, never been better. Like, I've, like, changed things up a bit, which has helped as well. But... I've been hitting a bunch of, like, PRs. Um, I've been feeling, you know, good for the most part. Um, you know, it's just, like, a lot of that stuff, like, shattered my paradigm. And then, like, that relieved me from, like, a bunch of issues with, like, food and things like that. Like, just replacing, like, food was, like, a crutch for, like, the loneliness and the depression. But then, like, hanging out with people, it kind of relieved me from that. And, like, that was, like, one of the main things. Like, if you have issues with food, like, that's a hard fucking thing to overcome because it's not like you can just cold turkey cut, like, food out of your life. Like, if you're addicted to, like, a drug, like, you can't just, like, cut the shit out. You got to eat every single day. And it was, like, I mean, that's, like, crippling. It's, like, you're thinking about it from, like, the minute you wake up to, like, when you go to bed. Um, and, like, yeah, very, very crippling. So, like, oh, I never I didn't, I never even knew if I would ever beat, like, my issues with food or, like, ever be able to have, like, a normal relationship with, like, food ever again. So, like, beating that was, like, a main thing that, like, like spurred the mania. But this is what, like, this is why it's hard to understand for someone like this, like, how they're, how they're manic because for you, you don't think you have an issue. Like you finally beat all this like bullshit. And like, obviously you're going to feel great. Like if you overcame a lot of like issues. Um, but like, that's like, I was like research on like manic episodes, things like that. A lot of people are different. Like the catalyst for mine was like positivity and like, like gratitude, like being kind to people. Like if you're nice to people, like, you're going to get shit back as well. It's not like you're just, like, giving them th something and you're not getting anything in return. Like, if you do something nice for somebody, it makes you feel good about yourself. And then, like, a bunch of, like, coincidental stuff kept happening since I, like, changed my mindset. Like, I would do something nice and then something nice would happen for me or something, like, coincidental would happen that would, like, wouldn't even, like, make sense. So that's, like, what m makes you, like, so, like crazy I guess you could say or makes you look so crazy um but yeah just a, a lot of that stuff just kept happening and, I, and like it's like I said you can't really 
realize it. Like, a lot of people that start manic episodes, it's because they got on, like, an antidepressant, and then that helps them get out of their depression. They're like, holy shit, blah, 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 and they go crazy, or, like, they get on, like, some other form of drug, or I don't know. But, like, mine was, like, completely, like, natural, which is why, like, it's hard to, like, tell, like, what really, like, it's hard to realize that you, like, have an issue. Um, But... I mean, in hindsight, I obviously knew that I was, like, a little messed up. So, because I was saying, like, I I pissed off probably a good amount of people. And I definitely said some, like, mean things. A a lot of it was, like, um, I don't know. Like, I didn't, like, a lot of what I was saying, I didn't really, like, mean. It was kind of just, like, F it. Like, I'm going to throw it up on, like, my store. Like, I don't care. Um which is, like, how I've always, like, in the past, I've always, like, censored my censored myself, like, wanted people to like what I was saying, didn't want to, like, offend anybody, wanted, like, everyone to like me. Whereas, it was like, now it's just, like, screw it. I'm just going to be honest. I'm just going to, like, say some shit. Some people are going to hate me. Like, some people are going to like me. But, I mean, the thing is, like, if you really know me, you kind of know that I'm kind of, like, a troll. So, it's, like, a lot of the stuff I was saying was kind of a joke, <laughs> But at the same time, it was still, like, serious, if that makes sense. But, like I said, not many people know me personally who were seeing my stuff. So, obviously, they were probably, like, very confused. Um, but, like, once I, have an ach- once I have a better chance of, like, explaining it, kind of like what I'm trying to do now, this is going to, like, touch the surface. But the book is really where I want to, like, cover the majority of this stuff and, like, explain, like, how... I, like, I guess, ended up in this situation, um, but, yeah, that's gonna, I guess I'll just leave, like, that was a good amount of, like, talking, kind of, like, just giving the front end, I really wanted to cover, like, the initial, like, few days of kind of what, like, led me to this, or maybe just, like, the initial, like, day, um, so, I believe I'm just going to cover the story of that night, I suppose. Um, I need to, like, kind of put the pieces together. Like I said, I have, like, a bunch of stuff on my phone of, like, pretty much everything that's happened from, like, November to, like, December. Or, like, now, January 2020, um, when I'm recording this. But essentially the initial day was, like, um, well, it was a Saturday. Um, Obviously, I was, like going out that night, so I was meeting up with, I went out with a, uh, my friend Ricky from work, um, so we were, our plan was, I think we were, dude, I forget what we were honestly, like, kind of doing that night, but, um, essentially we were going out, and we were gonna go to DC, he was coming, we were going to living room, um, a bunch of my friends from, like, college were going to living room, so that was, like, where I wanted to go, because I wanted to see people, um, cause I haven't seen people in like a while since I've been going out. I've been hanging out with like some different folks. So that was like one of the main things I wanted to do that night. But initially we were stopping by like, um, Clarendon for some reason. And, um, you know, that was good, but we were like looking for a place to park. So this was like, um, we were looking for a place to park, right? So we could have parked on the street. But I knew we weren't going to be there for that long. We were literally just, like, swinging by. So I parked in a lot, like, behind a diner. And 
that was kind of stupid of me. Like, Ricky was telling me not to do that because I'd probably get towed. But at the same time, I was just like, dude, like, I understand, like, if we're here for, like, four or five hours or, like, overnight, obviously, like, I wouldn't stay here. But we're literally just going to be, like, 30, 45 minutes and then go to, you know, living room. And I was I was drinking this night, but, like, responsibly. Like, I had, like, maybe, like, two, three beers and then, like, water in between, like, all that stuff. Like, completely fine. Like, not really drunk, like, whatsoever. Um but then we went down the street, so we parked, right? And then we got out of the car. Ricky saw, like, a tow truck driver. So, obviously, like, or not, he didn't see a tow truck driver. He saw, he saw a guy in a truck. And he was like, dude, like, that guy's, like, he's literally probably waiting to, like, tow your car when we leave. So, me, I was like, no, he's not. And then, like, literally, I was like, okay, let me check. So, I went over to the guy, like, in the truck, and I was like, hey, man, how's it going? Like, introduced myself. Like, he got out of the truck, talked for a little bit, and then I just decided to ask him, like, a random question that, like, wasn't really relative to, like, um, like, I knew the answer. I was like, hey, man, do you know where Don Tito's is, the bar in Clarendon where we were stopping by? And he was like, yeah, it's that way, blah, blah, blah. Talked a little bit and then literally said, like, thank you, man, like, shook his hand, walked away. So he didn't say anything about, like, you know, move your car or any of that shit or like, so I was like, okay, this guy's obviously not a tow truck driver. We'll be good. We'll be back in like 30, 45 minutes. Car will be here. I'll drive to Clarendon or DC. And then, uh, so we go do that, go to Don Tito's, saw some people we knew, blah, blah, blah. It was actually pretty decent. Um, so, but then obviously we're going to DC. So like, probably not even 45 minutes later. That's, like, the longest I think it, like, could have been. Walk back to go to that lot. My car is gone. So my car is gone. They were in the process, the guy I talked to, and some other older guy um, towing another car. So, like, once I saw that, I kind of, like, flipped, flipped shit a little bit. Like, freaked out at this dude. I was, like, like I, I'm not a very confrontational person. Like, I don't really scream at people like I never really get in fights at like bars or anything like that when I'm going out so it was like it was different for me but like I had a reason to be mad obviously or at least I I thought so I like started screaming at this dude like why the like why the fuck do you do that do you want money like (laughs) I literally offered to like give him money I was like dude bring me my like car back like what do you want like like why'd you do that blah 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 screaming screaming He's like, dude, it's the, it's the rules, like, uh, you towed. And I was like, dude, you're a dumbass. Like, why didn't you just tell me to move my car and park down the street when I talked to you and introduced myself earlier? Like, was super friendly. It's not like I was rude or anything. So, anyway, whatever. Go through that whole situation. Keep yelling at him. Then I was like, fuck it. We'll just Uber. I'll get my car the next day. Um, literally the last thing I said to him, I was like, happy holidays, dude. Like, I forgive you, but like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Cause that was the shit I was on. I was like positivity. Like even after I yelled at this dude, like he was telling me to hit me and like shit like that. And I was like, dude, hit me. Like, what the fuck? Like, if you want to, you want to fight, like hit me first. And then like all that shit. But I, I literally told him I forgive him. Cause that was like, that was like the catalyst for like my mania, I guess, like positivity, like honesty, things like that. Um, so did that we like walked down the street a bit just in case like i don't know they tried to like do some other shit 
walked down the street, called an Uber, Ubered over to the living room. So now we're like walking into the living room, blah, 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 blah. So we knew a bunch of people who were there. It was Parker's birthday. Some of you may know him. Um, went inside, saw like a bunch of people I know, obviously, blah, 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 chilling, having a good time. Literally like five minutes later, we we're like all waiting to go up this little like staircase in the bar and living room. And like it was crowded, right? So we were just waiting, blah, blah, blah. Finally get up the staircase. And then we're at like the top of the staircase. And then this guy from the other side literally just comes and like, <laughs> like literally like shoulder like pushes me like out of the way. And I was like, what the fuck? So I like pushed him back. <laughs> and like I said, this is stuff like I don't normally do. Like normally I would just let that slide, but I don't know. I was just like on one this night for some reason. And um, so I push him back. They see me push him. So this is like, I've been trying, I did, I got my car towed. done like a lot of shit, just try to make it to like living room. And then push him back, literally get kicked out after like five minutes. So I got kicked out. Me and Ricky uh, leave, or Ricky leaves with me. So we were just like chilling outside, like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I don't have my car, obviously. Um, then we literally just like chilled, got kebabs, like, some other people came outside eventually that I knew, like, talked to them for a bit, all that stuff. Um, then we eventually, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. We went to, like, Ultra Bar after that just for, like, fun. Ricky's girlfriend works there, so we were, like, chilling, walking around. It was, like, 3 in the morning, so, like, no one was there. It closed at 3. I just, like, said hi to, like, random people. Ricky introduced me to some people because he knew a lot of people there. Blah, blah, blah. Eventually leave. Then we split up, go my separate ways. I call it Uber. I drive, I Uber all the way back to my place. Like, it's far away. So, Uber all the way back to my place. Literally like a $67 Uber. So, by that time, it's like 4 or something in the morning. And I'm thinking like, shit, like I need my car. Like, I was still like, I had a lot of energy still at this point. So, I was like, I need my car. Like, what am I going to do? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, and I forgot to mention, like, I called on the phone, um, like, right after my car got towed to, like, the number on the sign, like, after we, like, had that whole confrontation or whatever, and there was a random lady that picked up, and I was, like, I screamed at her, I was, like, what the, f like, why the fuck did you guys tow my car, like, all this stuff, and she obviously didn't know what was going on, but still, I was, like, pissed, so I was, like, screaming at her, eventually she hangs up, eventually I realized I was, like, kind of messed up because like she had no idea like what was even going on so blah 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 got back to my place called her again uh back at my place obviously I was calm this time I was like hey like I called like a while ago like sorry I was like mad blah 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 I yelled at you like are you guys open like right now or like when do you guys open she was like yeah we're open 24 hours so I was like okay cool like I'm and then by that, I was just thinking, like, I might as well just go get my car now. Like, I don't want to waste, like, all this time tomorrow going back to, like, Arlington uh, to get my car and, like, do all this stuff and I can just get it now. So call an Uber back to – actually, I'll go to the bank first because I need to get cash for the car. And then went back, called another Uber to go back to Arlington. So this is, like – this is like a hundred and like seventy dollars just on Ubers, <laughs> and like finally make it to like the tow truck place or whatever. 
like go up to the lady um obviously i was like apologized again and it was like 185 dollars to get my car back so i actually gave her 200 dollars and told her to like keep the change because i felt bad about like yelling so that was like that was just like the stuff i was doing like being more generous like like i didn't have like a lot like this is like four hundred dollars just in this like one night alone and it's not like i have a shit ton of money to spare but this was just like kind of like the shit i was on like just being like more generous and like trying to forgive people even even though like some people i didn't think like necessarily like deserved it um just being nice kind things like that so do that get my uh go to get in my car so this by this time it's like five something in the morning and then they blocked my car in at the tow truck place and she told me that and I was like, how long do you think it's going to be? And she's like, he's on the way right now. Like blah, blah, blah. So I just did something like super nice for this person. He's on the way right now. Literally sat in my car, like just listening to music. Cause I was like trying to stay awake <laughs> and like literally was in my car for like an hour plus. So by the time someone came to move my car, it was like, I don't know, like almost seven, <laughs> almost seven, like in the morning. So I was like, holy shit, like this sucks. And then like, I was hoping, like I was thinking back to like, dude, I totaled a car before, like driving back from like a movie at like three in the morning. Cause I was like tired, obviously. But like the reason I crashed was like, I was distracted. Not with like my phone, but I had like a fat ass movie cup and like knocked it over like when I was reaching to get it because it wouldn't fit in my cup holder so I had it in my passenger seat like knocked it over went to grab it looked up was off the road boom crash so I was thinking like fuck like I hope I can make it home <laughs> and that's when I got the idea I was like dude this is like fucked up like I should like sue these <laughs> like that's when I was like waiting in my car I was like I should sue these like what I win like in court like Probably not because tow truck companies are like super shady and they're like essentially like thieves almost. But that was like, I was like seriously considering like bringing the idea to a lawyer and seeing like what they said. Cause like it just seemed, the whole situation like seemed so messed up to me. But now it's like, whatever. Like, you know, they can have my money. They can, whatever. I don't care. So it's like water on the bridge now. I don't really care so much about it. But like that was like, it, it just seemed super sketchy to me. And then, like, so finally, obviously, got back to my place. I, like, got food, was chilling. And then I was like, fuck, like, it's, like, 8 in the morning. Like, what am I going to do? Go to bed now? Like, waste my whole, like, next day? So, and I still had, like, like this was the difference. Like, I still had a good amount of energy, um, you know, just from being, like, amped and, like, fired up about things. Then I went and... Uh, Obviously, it was like, screw this. So I decided to go to the gym. I, like, ate, chilled for a bit, um, got up, like, got my car, obviously, because I had it, and then uh, went to the gym. I was headed to the gym to get uh, a lift in. Like, I took pre-workout, like, all this shit. But then, like, for some reason, I just had the idea. Like, I was, like, this was, like, the coincidental shit, like, I was on. I was, like, like, I've... <laughs> I, like, decided, like, to go, like, look at cars, like, and th during this time, like, like, I knew a lot that had, like, pretty fancy cars, like, pretty close to where I live, but, like, 
I wasn't thinking about like getting a car. It was kind of just like this was what I'm talking about, where I'm kind of like a sarcastic troll. Like I went there just to like kind of like like take pictures of cars and like like make people think like I was about to like buy a car because I was like talking real crazy on like social media before this about like a lot of different shit, but like not really explaining. So you couldn't really know what I was saying. So it obviously appeared like crazy. So I went to look at cars, blah blah blah. Took pictures of the cars, like blah blah blah. Put them on my story, things like that. Just kind of messing around, and then I was literally waiting in the lot when I found out fuck like Juice World died, and like he was one of like my favorite like rappers. Like you know, I really liked his music. A lot of it resonated with me, things like that. Um, and then when that happened, I was just like, "Hold, like how the like how does this shit like happen? Like I really don't even understand." Like. I almost felt like all the coincidental shit I was doing, like, I was, like, in part to blame for, like, his death. Like, that's how, like, crazy I was, like, thinking. And, like, when that happened, I was just like, fuck it, dude. Like, why am I, like, wasting time, like, putting something off that I could, like, do today and, like, just, like, got the idea to, like, fuck it. Like, dude, I could make a car work. Like, I could you know, finance a car and, like, make it work. All I have to do is work harder. Like, all I got to do is, like, put put some things into play and, like, work harder, and then I'll be able to pay it off. And that's how, like, I'm a person who's motivated by, like, you know, stuff like that. Like, if I, if I drain my bank account, like, what am I going to do? Just, like, go broke? No, I'm going to have to, like, make money, like, somehow. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can work harder at my job, work more hours, uh, do, like, some side hustle stuff, like, things like that. Like... I invest in stock market, like, I can sell, like, my shares, things like that. I can make it work. Like, so that that's how I was thinking. Um, so then I was, like, looking at cars. And then when that happened, I was, like, talking to the – I went inside, actually, instead of just, like, browsing cars. Like, talk to the guy about, like, what it took to, like, buy a car. Do they do financing, blah, blah, blah. Like, doing more research. Needed, like, a co-signer to, like, test drive some cars. So that's when I started, like, reaching out to friends. Or uh, I reached out to a few friends. And obviously, my parents. My parents, like, weren't about it, um, obviously. Because it it's a stupid, like, decision. And the thing was, like, I like my current car. Like, I don't need a new car. Like, I really like my current car. It was just, like, the principle of, like, I can do it. Like, I'm, I, like why not? Like, screw it. And, like, the whole Juice World thing, like, the you could die today, you could die tomorrow, like, the fucking sun could explode, like, what am I wasting time for, like, what am I saving money for, like, if I'm just gonna die with, like, a bank account, like, a number in a bank account, like, let's enjoy my life, let's do something, like, that I kind of want to do, but obviously that's stupid, like, you should save up and, like, make smart decisions, um, things like that, so... Obviously, but, you know, I was going through a lot and, like, a lot of shit was going on. Um, But so I went to, like, my parents' house, like, talked to my dad about it. Like, that interaction didn't go very well. Eventually left, like, went back to, like, think about cars more. Um, Like, like the next day I was going to go to, like, the bank and, like, see about getting, like, a loan, like, things like this. Um, So blah, blah, blah. Eventually smaller stuff happened i'll expand more like later on probably in the book and this is really um i was going to talk about like the few days leading up to this but this is already going on pretty long so i don't want to like keep rambling plus um yeah i'll explain more later i'm sure um but so eventually 
you know, get back to my house. It's like mid midday at this point, like two, uh, two, like, I think it was like three o'clock. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to bed now. And my plan was literally like, I've been getting up early in general. So I was literally planning to sleep until the next morning, like literally like 10 hours. Cause I haven't been getting a lot of sleep and I was obviously really tired by this point. So my plan was to go to sleep and then wake up like forever later. And I texted my parents at like three 30. Like that's when I was going to bed. I was like, Hey, I'm taking a nap, like, or I'm going to sleep. Like if I don't reply, like that's why I'm asleep. Cause I didn't, they knew I was like a little like crazy, obviously. So I didn't want them to like worry about like what was going on. So I texted them that, um, ended up, they eventually showed up to my house cause they were obviously worried about me and woke me up at like, like almost five o'clock <laughs> and me, I thought this was the, I thought this was the next morning. <laughs> I thought I literally got like 12 hours of sleep. I was like sick. This is dope. <laughs> like I was like wired, had a lot of energy because I thought I got a lot of sleep. So, but they were obviously worried about me. So they wanted to like, they thought I may have been like taking drugs or like doing some wild shit because I've just been acting like insanely different. So they were like, let's go to like patient first, get you like checked out, see what's going on, like get blood work done. And I was like, okay, I don't care. Like, let's go. Like you can like drug test me right now, like things like that. Um, went there, got my blood work done, um, got like checked out. So I was still like, super, I still didn't know it was like the next, not the next day until like we left like patient first. So talk to them. Um, so I thought like I was telling them a bunch of the ideas I had and like plans I had. And I thought they were like excited. Like, wow, this kid's got his shit together. This is crazy. Like I'm taking notes, blah, blah, blah. But they were really like, obviously like this kid, he's kind of man, like he's manic. So that's when they kind of like suggested I was like manic bipolar. And I was like, what the, like the, what? <laughs> like, is this serious right now? But I was just like, whatever. So then they made us, or they took us, they said we need to go to the emergency room. Let's get like further evaluation. So we went to the emergency room, got to the Prince William emergency room, whatever. Initially got there, like checked in. They did like my blood work again, like initial checkup, um, talking like real crazy, motivational, whatever I was doing to like the doctors. Um, then they sent us back to like the waiting room. So this was like they made us wait. So I was already on like some don't waste your time shit. Um, and then we were waiting in the waiting room for like three, three hours or something. We got there at like six late, like six forty five, maybe like close to seven. Like it was almost like 11 by the time they actually like took me back like 10 30, something like that took me back to like, um, a room to actually get like checked out. So the whole time I thought they were just going to like, they already told me I was like diagnosed manic bipolar or whatever. And then they were going to, like, just give me, like, a prescription um, to, like, medication or something. So I was just like, okay. Like, I, I really don't think I need anything, but, like, okay. Um, but then I was literally – so I just waited, like, almost four hours in, like, this waiting room, like, sitting there doing nothing. And then, like, during that time I was posting, like, crazy as well. So I was kind of doing something. But um, then I went back into the actual room, was sitting there for, like, 30 minutes. And I was just like, what the, f like, what, like, if I'm, like, crazy and, like, psychotic and I need help, like, why am I waiting around for, like, five, like, five hours in this hospital, like, not getting attention? <laughs> 
So then I literally just like left and I was literally like, you know, I don't need any medication, like blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to like get on like some prescription drugs. So like you guys can make commission, like saying some crate, like just in the hospital. Like I think one of the nurses started like crying. I feel, feel kind of bad about that, but I think I was kind of making sense, which is why she was like upset, obviously, because if you, if it was just like some psychotic kid, like, why would you even get, like, upset about something like that? So, literally, said that shit. Literally just walked out. I said, I told my parents, I was like, let's go. Like, I don't need anything. Like, we're literally just wasting our time here. We're just waiting around. Like, walked out. My parents took me back to my place. It was, like, almost midnight. Then my homies come over, Mir and Jim, because they were, like, they called me, like, after they saw, like, my social media shit. And I was, like, with my parents. Obviously, they were, like, really upset because they didn't know what was going on. Mir and Jim came over, so I told them I would hang out with, like, them. I told them I was fine. They obviously didn't believe me. Um, and then eventually, like, it was later that night, and, like, I was kind of feeling bad um, about, like, not getting, like, a diagnosis or something because I knew my parents were upset. So, like, we decided to go back to get to the – or to go back to the – hospital together to like just get a prescription so i thought i was just gonna go in and get uh you know get evaluated finally get a prescription and then just go to like cvs pick it up and like show my parents like hey i got something like don't worry like it's fine blah 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 but my parents are obviously worried they can't know what's like going on in my head so you know i felt fine i was like you know, once I realized, like, what was going on, like, it was much easier to, like, deal with it, but, so, went back, little did I know, like, before we left at, like, two, my parents, like, called the police, because they were, like, obviously, you know, nervous, and, like, didn't know, like, what was going on, obviously, like I said, so, the cops were actually headed to my place to pick me up, and, like, take me in so I forget what it stands for but it was like an ECO it's like a I don't know it's like essentially they have to like arrest you and like or handcuff you and take you in to get like evaluated or you know something until like I don't, I don't even know how it works but um I forget the name I should have done a little more research but screw it um got to the hospital so I checked myself in before that went back to a room then that's when the cop shows up and they're like hey there was like an eco put out or something like so it's like just protocol like you checked yourself in like appreciate it like we just gotta handcuff you and stuff so i was like okay <laughs> like i was literally just like okay i don't care yeah go ahead like you know because i had i had nothing to like worry about in my mind um but then so they handcuffed me to this hospital bed i changed into like this like hospital you know garments so i was looking real fly handcuffed to a bed mir and jim were chilling with me um and then like they gave me something like a drug that was supposed to help calm me down and like this was after like this during this time i felt like i beat like a lot of the like anxiety like depression like the body like food issues like all that stuff and then like they gave me this drug that was hoped, supposed to help me calm down. And, like, it literally did the exact opposite. It, like, hyped me up, like, was talking, like, super fast, like, started having, like, negative thoughts creep back in. And then, meanwhile, I was handcuffed to a bed, so, like, I couldn't do shit. Like, I was, like, getting anxious. Um, 
like saying more crazy stuff. And like, dude, it's like obviously like you guys put me on some drug that like makes me look, makes me seem like extra crazy when I was already like kind of crazy. <laughs> and then like no shit, like I'm going to be like looking cra- like, dude, I had like so much anxiety just like in that room, like by myself, like the cop who was with me before was like telling me like before I took the shit, he was like, yeah, someone like. Like, before, like, this girl was cr- going crazy. She was, like, kicking me and stuff. And I was like, what the hell? Like, why? Like, why would she do that? And then literally, like, four hours later, three hours later, I was like, oh, I get it. They, like, literally, like, make you look crazy. So, like, you're going to have to be, like, checked in to, like, you know, a place. So, like, during this whole time, I was, like, analyzing what was actually going on. And, like, realizing that this wasn't going to just be, like, I come to the hospital, I get, like, a diagnosis, and then I get out of there. I slowly realized that I was going to be, you know, somewhere, not at home for, like, several days. <laughs> and, like, like by the time, like, by the, I, like, obviously the drug didn't work. It didn't calm me down whatsoever. So this was, like, 7 in the morning or, like, I don't even know the timeline. Like, real early in the morning. They, like, literally come in and, like, just in, double inject me in my shoulders to, like, sedate me. <laughs> and, like, that shit didn't even work for, like, it felt like, you know, 30, 45 minutes. And then I eventually, obviously, passed out. Wake up the next day. Um, was, like, holy shit. Got, like, you know, I obviously got transferred um, from a cop car to, like, a psych ward. And that was, like... Like, it was just, like, crazy how, like, I knew, like, what was going to happen. And, like, but, like, it, it kind of worked out for the best because, like, I had the positive mindset going for me going into it. Because, like, that night when they had me on the drug, I was, like, thinking super negative. Like, I was super pissed at, like, my parents. I was pissed at, like, Jim and Mir at points. Like, like, like just super, like, aggressive and, like, negative, like, like my old self, like thoughts that I like broke away from. So I was just like, what the fuck? Like, why would they do this to me? And then like, obviously the next day I calmed down. I was like off the drugs. So I had that same mindset. Like literally I couldn't do anything about it. Right. So I was like, why am I going to be like pissed off or like worry about this shit? Like, so then like they took me to like the psych ward or whatever, checked in. It was late at night when I got there, I think. So I like went to sleep Woke up the next day, was like, what the fuck is going on? So, um, you know, it was a whole weird experience. I I don't think I'm really going to expand on, like, what went on in there. But essentially to end the story is, like, I'm going to expand on it later, obviously. Like, this is what I want to include, like, in a large portion of, like, this book. Um, Obviously expand more into it. Like, I don't know how long it's going to be. But, you know, this podcast was pretty long. And this was, like, one day. This was, like, like, the peak day. And I didn't even cover, like everything that went on so but like yeah so but overall like it everything works out like worked out for like a good reason because in hindsight I do realize that I was sort of manic a bunch of other things played into that like sleep deprivation obviously I'm going to be a bit more crazy when I'm like sleep deprived um um it was my first manic episode so you don't really know what's going on like if I had another one I would be like hey this is mania like don't say that crazy shit you're about to say like don't do whatever you're about to do that's like not wise (laughs) like things like that so um 
obviously it was good that my parents, like, I feel like the bad mania lasted like maybe like three, four five days as opposed to like it running on and going like, you know, two weeks, like a month, like just like me doing more reckless stuff. Um, so like, and yeah, the psych ward actually like really helped. Like I just tried to utilize it like the best I could because there was nothing I can do. So I actually tried to like talk to the therapist, talk to the like psychiatrist, talk to the doctors, like try to get help, um, like talk to the other kids. Like all the other kids in there were way more messed up than me, man. They were on like a like a bunch of shit. Like like I said, I'll spend on it more. But um, yeah, so it's just a lot of this is perspective. And like I could let this be like a very negative thing about my life. But honestly, it's like it was obviously I, I see it kind of as a good experience because um, I did learn a lot from this like manic episode. Like a lot of the stuff was positive. Like I said, the catalyst was positivity. And like I'd rather be like mania is the opposite of like depression. So like when you have like bipolar, they try to put you on like mood stabilizers and stuff like that. So you're kind of in the middle. Um, you know, I, I would rather be like manic and, like, as long as I realize I'm manic, right, I can kind of deal with it. Like, it's not like I'm just, like, have no idea what's going on anymore. So it's, like, I'd rather be a ma- manic, like, 100 times over than, like, sad and depressed. So it's, like, you know, I'm just look, looking at the positive side of, the, like, this whole experience, the perspective. Like, I'm trying to, like, share a bit more of this. Like, I would never share something like this personal in the past, really. So it's, like... I just want to be able to, like, sort of help people. And I feel like during, like, the time when I was, like, sad, I didn't really get much help, which is obviously hard to get help because no one wants to be around someone who's sad. So it's, like, you isolate yourself in general because you kind of know that. Um, And then it's just hard to, like, put on that fake, like, happy smile, especially when I was already more of, like, an introverted, like, quiet person just, like, in general. So, um But yeah, a lot, so much of it I'm realizing now is just like your mindset and like perspective. Um, Because before I was very negative, hard on myself. Obviously, that's going to like fester in other aspects of my life where now it's like I'm trying to be more positive. And like it's obviously hard. Like, like I'm not manic anymore. So I just don't have like unlimited energy. Like, I literally tried to record this, like, this episode, like, four hours ago like went like five hours ago but I literally was like so tired I couldn't just get the energy to do it but um eventually I finally just said like screw it let me just turn on the shit and hit record and literally just do this in one take so that's what I did um anyways um I'm gonna wrap this up now um so I'm yeah I'm not like I'm just gonna use this as like a stepping stone learn a lot from it just kind of like you learn from the like depression and the sad times and yeah so i'm i'm looking forward to this year hopefully i can stay consistent with the podcast like i said i'm looking to get like more people on to like sort of co-host episodes because i think that'll be a lot more fun to have somebody to bounce back like ideas um and just general conversations just talk about really whatever it can be about fitness stuff it can be about life stuff it can be about you know pretty much anything current events whatever. Like I really just want to, I don't want to box myself into like just talking about like protein and macros and a bunch of, you know, basic shit you can like Google. So I want to just share more of like my life, my story, things like that. Um, and yeah, I hope everyone had a fantastic new year and hopefully I'll talk to you guys again soon. And hopefully you could 
get something from this. So see you guys. Bye.